This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 37. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's a beautiful day here in Michigan. It's September, so it's fall, which is a little bit disappointing because that means the summer is almost over and we're going to lose this beautiful sunshine and this warm weather. But today it was a beautiful fall day and I got to spend some time at home and outside in the yard doing some yard work walking my dogs. It was amazing. So I'm really excited to be here tonight and do a podcast for you. I hope that you were able to listen to the last podcast that I did with my daughter Bridget, where we talked about Enneagram because Enneagram and any of those personality profiling systems are so interesting to me. And I just think learning about them is very useful. And I just love learning about personality profiling systems because I think it helps us understand ourselves better. And if you can understand yourself better, you're going to be a better leader. You're going to be better in your veterinary hospital. You're going to be better as a team member, as an associate, as a leader. And once you understand yourself, then you can translate that into understanding others. And that's why I love those things. And I hope you do too. And I hope to bring you more of that. So let me know what you think. Send me some feedback. I'd appreciate that. Today, I want to talk about your job and how to stop hating your job. And originally, when I was writing this podcast, that's what I called it, how to stop hating your job. But it sounds so negative to me that I think I'm actually going to call it how to start loving your job. Because that just sounds so much more positive to me, and I'm all about positivity. And that's what I want to bring to you. As I have been talking to veterinarians and veterinary technicians, not only in my practice, but while I'm coaching them, um, there's this common theme out there. And they say things like, my job is too busy. The days are too long. I don't make enough money. I'm trapped. I don't know how to feel better. I'm frustrated, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed out. All these things that we say that are so negative and they just drag us down to the point where we really do hate our job. And I don't want that for us. I want us to enjoy what we do and love our job. And that's why I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. You're in this career that you've always wanted to be in and you've always strived to be in the veterinary world. The more you work in it, the more you want to find a place that's less busy, less stressful. You want to get paid more, but you want to work less hours. And so it gets to be this weird dichotomy of, I love my job, I hate my job. And you just kind of get into this loop of thinking. And so until you address these thoughts in your head and what's going on in your head about your job, you're never going to find that ideal place. You're never going to find that ideal, easy, low-stress job that you're thinking about because 
you haven't addressed what's really growing on in your head. So if you have a job that you thought you were going to love when you first started there, and all of a sudden you're feeling this hate, you're going down this road of negativity in your job, changing jobs isn't going to help. Because if you move to a different building with different people, each one of those jobs that you get into is going to have the same clients, the same team members with the same problems. You're still going to run into long hours. There's going to be daily stressors. You're going to continue to be unhappy until you learn to manage your mind and your thinking. So if you tell yourself this negative story about your job, about your career, about your salary, the clients are negative, all these negative things you're telling yourself, you're creating this big negative story. And then this negativity is going to start to make you feel like you're not good enough, you're not doing well, that other people are doing better, other people have less stress, more money, better jobs, better bosses, all these things. And you're going to start thinking that you should have done better. You should have made better choices. And these are all just thoughts. They're all just thoughts about yourself and your job. And thinking all these negative thoughts are going to cause you to feel negative. They're going to cause you to feel stress. They're going to cause you to feel defeated. All these negative feelings will cause you to beat yourself up as if you deserve it. You're going to start to feel like you deserve to be punished, that you shouldn't have better. And when you start to feel like you're beating yourself up, you're going to come up with other thoughts about how awful and how terrible you are and how awful and terrible your job is. And then you're not going to show up in the manner that you want to show up. You're going to stop taking action to improve yourself and then you'll start spinning in this whirlwind of negativity, negative thoughts, which create negative feelings. And then you're just going to continue to go down that road of hating your job and beating yourself up and hating your job and beating yourself up. And it turns into this horrible, horrible thing. And then no wonder you don't want to get out of bed in the morning and go to your job. No wonder you're starting to feel stressed and depressed and overwhelmed and burned out. So I want to change that. I want to help you change that. That's what we're going to talk about today. Looking at how you interpret your thoughts about your job. And then how do we look at that job in a different light? How do we take all the things that happen in our day, all the things that you've done or haven't done, all the mistakes that you've made that you're using to define yourself in a negative light? How do we change all that? So first I want to talk about happiness. Because we all want to be happy. We think that if we just find the right job, if we just buy the right car, if we just make the right amount of money, we're going to be happy. And then we think that it's gone terribly wrong if all of our emotions aren't positive every day. We think that it's not normal to have a negative emotion. And we think that our emotions and things are coming from outside things that are coming from our job, that are coming from our clients, from the people that we work with. We think that that negativity is coming from them. And we don't realize that we're only going to be happy about half of the time, that life is supposed to be positive and negative, 
it's supposed to be this balance or this yin-yang. And we think that if we're not happy, that something's gone terribly wrong. And I find that most days in my hospital, when I'm at work, most days I see more happy cases than sad cases. And if I'm seeing more happy cases than sad cases, and then I'm feeling bad or sad, it's because I'm focusing on those negative cases. I'm letting those feelings of negativity about my day take over. So yesterday was Tuesday and it was very busy and I was running around kind of like a chicken with my head cut off from room to room. The rooms were full of patients. I had three rooms going at the same time. I had a cat that needed to be sedated in order to examine him because he was meaner than a snake. Then I had another dog that had this tongue issue and she's the cutest little bug. She's so cute. She's just this little tiny dog and she's been through a hundred things, but her dad or her owner brought her in because she was having this problem with her tongue. And so we were trying to get a look in her mouth and she was just fighting us. And she weighs like nine and a half pounds. There's nothing to her. And we had like three people trying to pry her mouth open to look at her tongue. And it was just about impossible. So I had to send that owner home to tranquilize his dog, give her some trazodone, and then bring her back later so I could hopefully get a look in her mouth because I could see that there was something wrong with her tongue. She just wouldn't let me get in there to look at it. But anyway, this was all going on yesterday. This little dog that was being a pain, this cat that was trying to kill me, and then all these other clients at the same time. And they were all waiting. The rooms were full. My, my technicians were running around like crazy. They were doing a fabulous job, but they couldn't keep up either. And I found myself getting stressed and then verbalizing how I was feeling, which is what I have a tendency to do. I have a tendency to just say whatever comes out of my mouth. It's just part of my um, seven personality if you listen to the Enneagram podcast. But when I stopped, I was like, oh, why am I feeling so stressed? Well, it was because I was thinking that I wasn't going to be able to get this all done. I was thinking negative thoughts. And once I realized that, then I was able to slow down and start backing up and What can I do to make this feel a little bit less stressful to me? And basically what it was is just thoughts that I got this. No problem. This is going to be fine. My tech can get this cat under and then I can look at that real quickly and I'll have this dog back in. And I'm sure once she has a little bit of drugs in her, I'll be able to open her mouth and look at her tongue. And this one will be really easy because it's a vaccine appointment. No problem. It's a puppy. It's a kitten. All these thoughts that I can choose in order to try to feel less stressed. So the realization here is that happiness isn't created by outside things. Happiness isn't a destination that you're going to reach. Happiness is something that's created in our minds. It's created in the way that we're thinking, that we create happy feelings in the way that we think. So if you think about your job when you first got it, you were thrilled about it. You were really excited. I just got this new job. It's going to be great. I'm going to work there and these people are awesome. You had all these really positive things that you thought about your job. And when you first got there the first day, you were happy or excited to learn. You thought of it as a challenge. 
it was really exciting. So once you work there for a while and you start to feel down about your job, what is it that really changed? What is it that changed? And it's your thoughts. And it's very difficult to be happy about something when your mind is filled with negative thoughts. And now I know you're out there saying, you know what, Julie, you talk about having better thoughts and negative thoughts are causing me to feel bad, but how do you do it? Like, how can you help but have negative thoughts? When clients are mean to you, when your day is so busy, how can you help the negativity or how can you stop it? And what I'm going to tell you is that you you have to realize that it's normal to have negative thoughts come up. Your brain is wired that way. Your brain wants to create negativity. It wants to think negative thoughts. That'll be the first thing that comes to your mind. Negativity. But if you can just stop and realize that that's what's happening, that is going to give you all the power. So let's try this exercise. Think about your job and think about the things that happened yesterday. And I'll use my yesterday as an example, but you think about yours. And during that day, what were the three most common feelings that you were feeling while you were working yesterday? And this is for those of you that are feeling like you hate your job, because the whole point of this exercise is to try to feel better about your job. So what were the three most common feelings that you were feeling yesterday while you were working? Now, I just told you a little bit about my day. I had the crabby cat that had to be sedated. I had the dog that I couldn't get her mouth open who was having a tongue issue and all these other clients. I think I saw, oh gosh, at least 18 to 20 clients yesterday. And that was even with having a little break in the middle of the day. So it was pretty busy for my hospital. And the three most common feelings I was having is, oh my gosh, how am I going to get all this done? That feeling was overwhelm, I would call it. The other feeling that I was feeling was stress, questioning myself as to how I was going to get all these records written up, all these phone calls made. I was feeling stress and I think annoyed. I was a little annoyed. And I think the annoying thing was coming from um, something I was thinking about from the day before, actually, because we had a doctor's meet. We had a doctor's meeting and um, it got a little bit contentious, a little bit conflicty, which I usually like, but I was feeling a little bit annoyed about some of the things that were happening during that meeting yesterday. So the three feelings I would pick from yesterday would probably be stress because I was feeling rushed and I was feeling like I couldn't give my clients all my attention. So I would pick stressed, maybe a little bit of overwhelmed a couple of times during the day, maybe a little bit of overwhelm, and then maybe a little bit of annoy. I was a little bit annoyed. And so those would be my three feelings. So you pick yours. What are your three feelings? And then we're going to assess that. Okay, assess the situation. What was it that was causing those three feelings? What were your thoughts that were causing those three feelings that you had yesterday? So when you, when you determine these three feelings, then you need to ask yourself some tough questions. What is it about the position or the job that you're in that's causing you to feel these negative emotions? 
Is there one thing that's causing it? Because if you can narrow down the feelings to a thing, it's going to be so much more tangible. It's going to allow you to work on those things. Because we have a tendency to generalize and say, our job sucks or my job sucks. My job's too difficult. It's too busy. And just have these big overarching statements that we think are causing our feelings. But really, if we analyze it and assess the situation, you're going to be able to narrow it down into some actual specific things. Is there one key thing that causes you to dislike your job or feel this feeling? And if you can identify what that one thing is, then you can start to look at your thoughts because it's usually just one or two thoughts that are causing that specific feeling. So my feeling of being annoyed was coming from the thought that how did the schedule get packed so tight today? Who did it? I want to blame somebody. I was feeling annoyed, but I was wanting to blame someone for that day is why are all these clients coming in today? Why when I'm here with only one other doctor, why is it so busy? Why are they all so sick? Just that one thing, just that one thought. And so then if I can look at that question and answer that question for myself, then I can start to turn around that feeling. And I have to have a tough conversation with myself. It's like, all right, it's really busy. There's a lot of sick animals. You're annoyed. Why are you annoyed? You're annoyed because you're thinking it shouldn't be this busy and we shouldn't have this many clients. And it shouldn't be this packed. But is that really true? Is it really true that it shouldn't be this way? I work at a veterinary hospital. It's going to be the way that the animals dictate and the clients dictate. So if I'm annoyed because all these animals are coming in today and I really think about the thoughts that are causing me to be annoyed, I can sit back and look at that feeling and say, is this really a feeling that I want to have? Why do I want to have this feeling? So then I can ask myself the question, if I could change this feeling of annoyance into a different feeling, what would I want it to be? When I'm feeling annoyed, how do I show up? How do I show up for my team? How do I show up for my clients? When I'm feeling annoyed, I'm acting annoyed. I'm getting short. I'm barking out orders. I'm blaming people. That's not how I want to show up. And when I feel annoyed, those are the actions I take. And so then I'm getting these terrible results. Then I'm annoying other people. I'm causing more stress. I'm causing the job to be more overwhelming to other people. And that's not how I want to show up. So then ask yourself, okay, I don't like this feeling. I don't like the way this feeling is causing me to act. And I don't like the results that these actions are creating for me. So now we can take those three feelings and we can decide if we want to keep them. So for me, starting with annoyance or annoy, I don't want to keep that feeling because it's causing my actions to be ugly. And so if I can realize that in the moment, and you're not always going to realize it in the moment, you may have to come the next day and sit down with these, with a list and list your three feelings from yesterday. But if you can realize 
that this annoyance that I'm feeling is causing me to act in a way that I don't want to act in the moment, then I can take a step back and say, okay, I'm feeling annoyed. What am I thinking that's causing this? I don't like it. I want to change it. And then I can ask myself, how do you want to show up? So if I could ask myself, how do you want to show up right now with all these things going on around you? My answer would be, I want to show up as competent and decisive and powerful and cheerful. I want to be cheerful. So if I decide that in that moment, I'm feeling annoyed. It's not working for me. I want a different feeling. So let's say I pick cheerful. I'd like to be cheerful today, even with all that's going on. What do I have to do or think to make me feel cheerful? And most of the time it comes with a thought. The thought is, you like it when it's busy. You like to be challenged. You love this. And if I can start to convince myself that I do love this, I love the challenge, I love it when it's busy, it's not going to be much longer, it's only two more hours of the day, whatever I need to think to become cheerful, or at least head in that direction, might not happen in two minutes, it might take a few minutes of thinking, whatever I can do, to get to that more cheerful feeling is going to have me show up better. And then my actions are going to change into positive actions. And then if I'm more positive and I'm treating others more positively, then my results are going to change. I'm going to show up better. And you don't have to change your feelings if you want to keep them. If I really wanted to be annoyed, I could just stay annoyed. And that would be okay. I've had days where I've been annoyed and it's still gone okay. Sometimes I have to go back and apologize for some of the actions that I take because I might snap at somebody or boss somebody around more than I think is appropriate. But if I really want to change the way I feel, then I've got to do the thought work. I've got to do the work. I've got to sit back and look at what am I feeling and why? And when I'm feeling this way, how am I showing up? And do I really want to show up this way? Now, sometimes if you get stuck in this annoyance thought loop, let's say you're having a really stressful day. Let's pick stress. If you're having a really stressful day and you just can't let it go and it's in your body and it feels ugly and you just don't know what to do because you're feeling overwhelmed and you're just shutting down because your brain is in this big thought loop, sometimes you have to take actions. You can kind of work this whole thing backwards because if you're thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions and you're spinning in this thought circle that won't let you go and it's bad, 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 everything feels bad, then sometimes you can take an action. And what I sometimes do in that situation when I feel myself getting overwhelmed and I'm not showing up how I want to show up, I will think, okay, what can I do to get myself out of this? What is it that I can do? And sometimes it's as easy as stopping, walking away, getting a drink of water, taking a deep breath, stretching. Sometimes I'll go into my office and I'll stretch. I'll get a drink of water out of the refrigerator in the lunchroom. I'll just disappear. And it doesn't have to be for long. You can take a minute. No matter how overwhelmed your day is, you can walk away, take a deep breath, get a drink of water. Try to get yourself in a better physical place. And by taking that action, sometimes it'll go a small way 
into changing that feeling into a better feeling. And that will change your perspective. That will get you into a little bit more positive headspace where you can start to change your thoughts. The other thing that you can do if you get into one of these really negative loops, either during the day or if you feel like you've just had a really bad week and you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out by the week and you're struggling with these feelings, you're writing down your three feelings and you just can't figure a way out of them, is you need to vent about it, talk about it, get it out of your head. And the best way to do that is to find somebody that understands and get it out there. You can talk to your talk to your coach like I sometimes do. If you don't have a coach, you can find one. If you need a therapist, do you want to talk to a therapist? Do do that. If you've got a friend that understands or a colleague that does the same work that could really understand what you're going through, sometimes getting it out and emptying it out alleviates some of those really pent up negative feelings and getting them out is really going to help. The other thing I like to do when it comes to action steps, if I'm having trouble changing my negative thoughts into positive thoughts, the action steps I like to take is just showing up because a lot of times When you're feeling unhappy or stressed or overwhelmed or in my case, annoyed, you won't show up like you want to show up. And if you can just decide to do high quality work, if you can just decide to do it and do it well and push through, sometimes just that pushing through will cause you to get over yourself and get over the negativity get over the negative feelings and thoughts. So that's another way to take action and work your way out of it. So we've talked about my one negative feeling from yesterday and my other two that that we wrote down or we were going to write down. When you're looking at the three most common feelings that you're having in a day, and if they're all negative, look at each one and then think about why do you have this feeling? And really answer that question. Really think about it. And I can easily answer that question by saying, because you're impatient. Because you like everything done yesterday. (laughs) And that's true about me. I'm a high D. I'm a high I. I'm fast paced. I like everything done yesterday. In fact, when I was really young, when I was in just in college, I was working for my first veterinarian. And she said to me once, and I'll never forget this because I was kind of appalled. She said, Julie, you're going to be a bitch to work for. And I was just really taken aback because I think I'm a really nice person. When she said that, I was like, what? I'm not going to be a bitch. I'm going to be a really nice person. What are you talking about? And she said, well, you want everything done yesterday. And that's so true. I want everything done yesterday. I want to get it done, move on to the next thing, That's really a deeply ingrained part of my personality. So when I look at these negative feelings that I have about my job, and one of them is annoyance, it's because I'm impatient. And that's on me. That's not on anybody else. So if I can realize that the reason I'm having that negative thought and the reason I'm having that negative feeling is because of my impatience, then I can back up and say, oh, okay, well, 
Now I have to work on being more patient so I can change that feeling of annoyance into one of calmness and acceptance. Accepting that it's going to get done when it gets done. And being annoyed about it isn't helping anything. And it's causing me not to show up the way I really want to show up. I really want to show up as a patient, loving person to my team, to my clients. I want to show up as the best individual that I can be. And the way to do that is to realize why I'm having the negative feelings that I'm having. So in order to feel better about your job, in order to love your job, you have to first think about what are you feeling when you're there and list those three feelings. So take a day or take it in general if you can potentially do that and decide what are the feelings that you're feeling when you're at work and really sit down and write those down. Write down three, write down five, whatever works for you. And then look at each feeling and decide what am I thinking when I'm having this feeling? What are the thoughts that are causing this negative feeling about my job? And you can't blame it on another person and you can't blame it on the clients. It, it's your thoughts about what's happening. And we can all agree that clients can be difficult We can think that all we want, but if we realize that we get to decide how we want to think about these people, whether they're yelling at us or not, if we just want to think of them as entertaining, if we really want to laugh and think about the little frustrating dog that I couldn't open her mouth and think about her as entertainment and not frustration, then I'm going to feel much better about her when she comes in and I'm trying to pry her mouth open to look at what's going on in her mouth. It's a choice. I think that's what we have to remember. It's a choice. It doesn't always feel like a choice. Remember, that's normal. Your brain is going to fight with you. Your brain is going to argue with you. Your brain is going to want to be negative. You walk in in the morning, six people run up to you and ask you questions, and your brain automatically is, oh, here we go again. This job stinks. I don't like this job. This job is hard. It's stressful. Those are all the thoughts that are going to start coming into your head. And if you can realize that you don't have to go there, that you have a choice to feel differently, that's empowering. And it's amazing. It's hard work, but we can do hard things. So if you do this exercise at your own job, let me know how it goes. Because it's not always going to go perfectly, but I'll tell you if you work at it, it's going to improve tiny, tiny little baby steps every day, perhaps, but your feelings about your job are going to get better and you're going to stop hating your job. You're going to start to enjoy your job. And I would argue that you can get to the point where you love your job. doesn't matter where you work. doesn't matter who you work with. You can really decide to love your job. You can let go of some of this negativity and make it better. And then if you do have to leave this job for whatever reason, if you do decide that this is not the job for you, then you're going to leave it from a place of loving it and then leaving it for the right reasons than just deciding you hate this job and then moving into another job that you're going to hate just as much. Because every job is going to have issues. Every job is going to be half good and half bad. 
And you're not going to be unhappy because of the job. You're going to be unhappy because of the way you're choosing to think about the job. It's kind of mind-blowing. It's kind of crazy. But I'm telling you, it really works. It makes all the difference. And you can do it too. If I can do it, anybody can do it. So how do we stop hating our job? We do it by looking at our thoughts, looking at the feelings that those thoughts are creating, looking at the actions, and then deciding on purpose that we want to feel better, and then working towards those feelings. And that's how you stop hating your job. That's all I have for you today on that, but I am going to approach this again because it's such a hard concept, and I know it's going to blow your mind at first when you first start doing this, especially if you're in a really negative place about your job. It's going to be a really difficult exercise, but because I know how valuable it is and because I know that it works, I really want you to try it. And if you need help, email me. I'd be happy to work with you. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope you have a beautiful day. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast or you have any questions, send me an email at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. You can find my Facebook page. You can find my blogs on Blogger. And you can sign up for my weekly words, which I do every Wednesday. If you go to my website, juliecapel.com, there's a little pop-up that you can sign up for my weekly emails. And basically all that is, is I send you a little tiny blog, words of encouragement every week. And if you'd like to get that, I'd be happy to have you on that email list. If you like what you're hearing and you could be so kind as to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. The more positive reviews we have, the more people we can reach. I appreciate you so much. Go out there and start loving your job this week. And if you can't love it, try to think about it just a wee bit more positively and see how you feel after a week of doing this work. And I'll be happy to talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye.